Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for the ASHP's Practice Journeys podcast. This podcast invites members to share their stories about their professional path, lessons learned, and how their experiences shaped who and where they are today. My name is Nima Atai. My name is Aaron Johnson. And today we will be chatting with Dr. Bonnie Levin, the Assistant Vice President of Pharmacy Services for MedStar Health about the ins and outs of administrative pharmacy and the integral role that pharmacy administrators play in leading care improvements to better patient outcomes. Dr. Levin, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. It's my honor. So to start off, I would like to ask you, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your current role as the Assistant Vice President of Pharmacy Services for MedStar Health? Well, sure. So MedStar Health is in Washington, D.C. and Maryland. Uh, We're 10 hospitals. We have 10 and a half retail pharmacies, the half being a game day Ravens pharmacy, which is pretty exciting. Uh, We have centralized IV and distribution services, fairly new specialty pharmacy and growing ambulatory practice. In my role at MedStar, I co-chair the System Pharmacy and Therapeutics Committee, the 340B Steering Committee, serve on a whole lot of other committees. And what I'm most proud of is we have um, a number of communities of pharmacy associates across the system that meet regularly to coordinate activities in the pharmacy enterprise. So operations and clinical practice, informatics, 340B, pharmacogenomics, the buyers, and others regularly get together to share information. Well, it seems like you have your hand on a lot of different things. Um, so what has been your educational journey and training that has led you to where you are today? Uh, well, so I, I have been really fortunate in my career. I have to first say that I grew up in a pharmacy. My dad was a pharmacist. I learned my alphabet by dusting the shelves and realphabetizing the drug names. So I always knew that I was going to go into pharmacy. And when I got to pharmacy school, it was early in the clinical pharmacy revolution. So I thought that I would be a community pharmacist, but ended up in clinical practice. Did that for a couple of years and then took a special projects position where I was exposed to operational issues that I thought were really important in terms of patient care. So then I became an assistant director of both clinical and operations. Then I moved, uh, changing jobs a couple of times, into a director position, director of pharmacy. And this is one of those key turning points in a career. I had an administrator who needed to fill an administrative position in behavioral health. So he looked around at his directors and he said, you, you just got an MBA. You can do this. So take on behavioral health and pharmacy. So I did that. And again, it was a turning point because in that experience, I got to see what was outside of pharmacy as well as how pharmacy was impacting others. And during that time, I was able to begin doing what turned out to be informatics in that I was working with some software to help the psychiatric evaluators and then um, realized that I had a lot of interest in that. So that led me to working with software and providers and, you know, drug therapy as well. And through some networking, I met um, some pharmacy folks and some informatics folks at MedStar, and they ended up creating a position for me that was half and half. The pharmacy part was as a succession plan for the then assistant vice president. So I came on to MedStar two years in an informatics and clinical role and then uh, took over as AVP, and I've been in that role ever since. 
So you're clearly a leader in the profession and healthcare is always evolving and pharmacy practice is changing day by day. What are some of the current issues and trends in the field of pharmacy that you're specifically dealing with and working to improve? So pharmacy is, it's, it's fascinating because I, I like to tell students that um, pharmacy school teaches us that we're the center of the universe in healthcare. And in fact, we're not. We're a critical and really, really important part, but it impacts, we, we interface with a lot of other parts of healthcare. So um, I see us expanding more into what we call the people, the processes, and the technology at various levels of care. So inpatient, outpatient infusion, ambulatory, community pharmacy, specialty services, all require working with other healthcare providers. So that's one. Another evolving trend is visibility to the C-suite. As pharmacy expands, we need to make sure that the C-suite sees us more than just product-related, you know, purchasing, because in healthcare systems, pharmacies tend to be a pretty significant part of the, of the spend. So they, the C-suite looks at us as product-related, but they also need to look at us as revenue generators and clinical practice. So working with the CC is important. Fairly new trend is the 340B program and the challenges that we face in maintaining and saving that program. So advocacy has become a very important part of pharmacy. And then I guess another area that's important and evolving, at least more publicly, is the role of pharmacy in drug diversion prevention implemented some pretty innovative programs to both prevent and identify drug diversion. So as healthcare is evolving, you also have evolved as a person and as a professional. So what was the most difficult decision you had to make throughout your professional career? That's a really hard question. It was probably the decision to get my MBA. At that point, I was in a director of pharmacy role. I had two little kids at home. Very supportive partner, fortunately, but the same administrator that ended up putting me in behavioral health span encouraged me to get an MBA. And so it was a difficult decision because it was really a a fork in the road for a career because it, it took me into a new direction. So I did it. And I never looked back, and, I'm, and I would really encourage anybody who's interested in um, administrative health to add on to their pharmacy career to get an M. Maybe not an MBA, an MHA, but definitely an M. So now looking at the other side of that question that Aaron just asked, throughout your practice years and leadership, what do you think is the most interesting and rewarding part of your career? Well, timing is everything. I have to say managing through COVID has been the most interesting part of my career. And there have been many parts that have been interesting, but it really has in the last six months. And so we are uh, one week short of six months since COVID crashed in Maryland and and the district, but it really has pulled together almost every aspect of, of pharmacy to use our expertise and increase our visibility. So serious drug shortage management, handling hazardous medications, uh, clinical practice guidelines, interdisciplinary ev- uh, evolving of, of practice guidelines, uh, using the, our electronic record to help us guide therapy, building a field hospital, which we can talk about, you know, was, was pretty amazing. So all of that in the light of doing education with students, you know, we have residents, we have students at MedStar, and navigating through COVID, I would have to say has been the most interesting part of my career and maybe the most rewarding. 
So you alluded to COVID. So many of our student colleagues have experienced a shift in their education and training as a result of COVID. So from a supervisor standpoint, as somebody evaluating the future practitioners, what advice do you have for student pharmacists that are trying to navigate this new environment? And how do you think they should prepare for their future career path? Yeah, <laughs> boy, another tough question. Um, I would say stay close to your preceptors, find mentors, and, and be able to be helpful in any way you can. And so we ask a lot of questions because it challenges the leader, mentor, preceptor, whomever, when you ask questions. And then you should go to the literature and read so that you can help answer your own questions and ask some more. I think that the pharmacy literature is very rich. The medical literature, I'd say look at often, especially if you're interested in administration, look outside of just the pharmacy literature, but read and ask questions. So there's current students and pharmacists listening to this right now. What advice would you have for them if they're trying to pursue one day being in your position? Well, I would say make sure that you keep your eyes open to look both inside of pharmacy and outside of pharmacy. There are many career options in areas like manufacturing and managed care and, you know, finance. But as long as your experience is broad, then you'll be open to these opportunities. So wherever you are, whether it's community or health system, wherever you do your rotations, talk to others outside of pharmacy to see what their worlds are like, just to see how you can interface and learn from them. So that I like to say to pharmacists, speak somebody else's language, speak doctor, speak nurse. You know, they don't understand what we go through but we can learn what they go through. And that will make it easier for us to tell our story in pharmacy if we can understand what their perspective is. So again, network extensively, both inside and outside of pharmacy so that you can get new ideas. You can really understand the issues. I'd say read the newspapers. Healthcare reporting has gotten very sophisticated in the last couple of years. So stay up on what's going on in the healthcare world. This is an ASHP podcast, so I have to put in a pitch for ASHP. I've been close to this organization since I was a student. It's really important to give back, to work within. ASHP, there are other many important organizations. But I think in that way, you'll learn to spot really good career opportunities for yourselves and your, your colleagues. You had mentioned that you got your MBA. Um, what is one thing that you think your MBA taught you that your pharmacy school did not? I would say how to read a, a profit and loss statement, how to talk finance. I learned a little bit about the healthcare, all of the payers. That was important. And it again, it was another way to see outside of pharmacy. There were, I think, five disciplines um, in, in healthcare. Well, uh, healthcare was one, but operations, human resources. I learned a lot about HR, technology. So it, it's just a good way to be exposed in a disciplined way to administrative issues. How important do you think is getting that MBA if you're trying to go into that administrative role? Would you think that it's important or do you think it could have been done without getting that? I think in this day and age, if you want to be a director or a pharmacy or above, you're going to need an MBA. Uh, there are, at this point, it's almost mandatory. So there's a lot of uh, residencies now that give a joint MBA or MHA or even MSA. And, and I think it's going to be pretty critical in the next five to 10 years, if not before. And one last question. Uh, a lot of our colleagues and classmates mentioned that the market, the pharmacy market is saturated. What do you say to people that make that claim? And how do you think people can do a better job of standing out? 
Well, it is becoming saturated. You know, the world of pharmacy is really changing as Amazon and some of the other big big companies step in. You know, we we have been we make our money in, in distributing drugs, and that's that's supply chain. And others can do supply chain. So you make yourself valuable by having information and being knowledgeable about different fields. So again, look at managed care, look at finance, look at manufacturing uh, and health systems. So some some of my most I would say honored colleagues have gone into pharmacy administration, but then became healthcare administrators. So if you're if you put yourself on a, a fast track, I think you'll do really well. Okay, thank you so much. Well, that's all the time we have today. I want to thank Dr. Bonnie Levin for joining us today to discuss the ins and outs of administrative pharmacy. Join us here at ASHP Official in the Practice Journey Podcast as we learn about how our members seek out, grow, and evolve during their careers. Thank you. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.